You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios, local, state, national, man, we cover down on all the issues, and like that dude just said, we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is the Tuesday after Christmas, we're in that weird sort of place where you're not sure if you're still supposed to be having your Christmas tree up, or whether you should, you know, just, you know, kind of move past it. No, I, I say celebrate, man, all week long. In a minute, I'm going to go into a story that inspired me uh, this morning. And I, and I look at it and think, God, you know, truth be told, there's complainers and there's doers. Complainers and doers. And by the way, I've known some bitter people in my time, but very few people that I've known who were doers would refer to themselves as unfulfilled. There's something about getting up off your keister and getting your hands dirty that helps to create purpose. And purpose drives fulfillment, and fulfillment is worth more than gold. Now, it'd be just easy, and you know it, it'd be just easy to sit around and gripe. I've said all along, this show cannot just turn into a gripe session. Is there plenty to complain about? Sure. But it's one thing to discuss a statement of fact and express concerns and then brainstorm about solutions. It's quite another to sit around and wallow in self-doubt and incrimination. People who do nothing but complain nearly always wind up being bitter and emphatic that those who don't share their complaints are just corrupt or working for the other side. Well, here's the bottom line. We can grope, moan, complain, and lure ourselves into the false narrative that inevitably forms in that kind of a vacuum. Or we can identify a problem, enlighten others as to a solution, and then do something about it. You see, complainers are those who sit in their bunkers and wring their hands about the enemy at the gates. Doers are the ones who face the same enemies, but they know how to identify their target and direct their fires in such a way as to impede their enemy's progress. It's really that simple. Also, by the way, let me be clear, I am not talking about false motivations or just doing for the sake of doing. I'm talking about finding something you care about and being determined to make it better. So you have to ask yourself, am I a complainer or am I a doer? And don't believe for a minute, by the way, it has to be something huge or something elaborate. Not at all. Case in point, just this morning, I ran across a story on AL.com while I was getting ready for the show. A small town that I'm very familiar with in northeast Alabama, the town of Ohatchee, is located in Calhoun County. It serves to mark the crossroads on Highway 77, about halfway between Rainbow City and Talladega. Well, this past weekend, the Ohatchee Police Department decided to run what they called Operation Holiday Spirit. You see, Ohatchee's chief of police, Alan Kelly, he wanted to cast a positive light for his department. Well, being a crossroads town on a rural highway, that means they, you know, most folks see Ohatchee police as a speed trap. Well, if you're traveling past the Jack's restaurant there in Ohatchee and you see blue lights flashing, it typically means, yep, there's been some kind of traffic violation. Well, Chief Kelly, he decided it was time to bring some awareness and to change the vibe. His goal was to bring the community closer to their local law enforcement with the goal being that if the police are ever needed in the future, that an actual relationship might facilitate better communication. So in Chief Kelly's words, here's a quote. It's not often we have the opportunity to bring good news. Most of our encounters stem from a violation of the law or speaking to a victim of crime. In those cases, he said, our contact is usually viewed as a negative contact. Well, so Chief Kelly decided he could get bitter about wrongful impressions of his officers, 
or he could do something about it. So complain or do, there you have it. So Operation Holiday Spirit came into being when the chief rallied up some local businesses to provide gift certificates. And then his men set up traffic points, and they began to pull people over for violations. Now, probable cause is required to pull someone over, so these were actual infractions. But the crazy thing is, the people who were actually pulled over for speeding or failure to signal or other minor, minor but findable offenses, they were instead handed a Christmas card from the department with a $10 to $25 gift certificate for groceries and food and other things, and they were simply asked to be more mindful and have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm saying, one lady in the article said she was unsure how she was going to feed the family for Christmas, and she was overjoyed to get a gift certificate to the grocery store, and she went straight there to buy a ham. In wrapping up the article on AL.com, the reporter wrote this. Kelly said that having officers deliver good news is not only beneficial for the public, but for the officers as well. It really drives the Christmas spirit into all involved, Kelly said. It also encourages people to slow down and drive more carefully. It serves as a high deterrent for further crimes like theft and burglaries because during the two-week detail, two weeks of this, officers have a higher visibility than they would typically. Well, I'll tell you what, me talking again, that's creative. That's a doer. So congratulations to Chief Kelly and the officers of the Ohatchee PD, and many thanks to the businesses like the Ohatchee Discount Supermarket, the Jack's Restaurant, Taylor Automotive, Mikasita Mexican Restaurant, and Custom Pizza. And that's just cool. And y'all, here's the deal. Chief Kelly didn't change state laws. He didn't rewrite federal public policy. He didn't impact geopolitical politics. But he's one man in a small town, salt-of-the-earth rural Alabama. He decided he was concerned about a situation, and he was going to do something. He was going to be a doer. And now he's being talked about in statewide media, and I bet a bunch of you are smiling because of it. You see, complainers do not change society. It is the doers to whom history is the most favorable. And at times, the doing will be easy. Other times, the doing will stretch the very limits of who we are as a person. Ronald Reagan once said, my philosophy of life is that we make up our mind what we're going to make of our lives, and then we work hard toward that goal, and then we never lose. Somehow, we always win out. So let me end it like I started it. There's complainers and there's doers. I've known some bitter people in my time, but very few people that I've known who were doers would refer to themselves as being unfulfilled. There is something about getting up off your keister and getting your hands dirty that helps to create purpose. And purpose drives fulfillment. And fulfillment is worth more than gold. So complainer or doer, it's your call. That's a wrap for the Right Side Way. Yeah, it's a cool story. So Ohatchee's right down the road. Boomer and I know that place pretty well. Um, and yeah, it's a crossroads. It's just literally a place you pass through on the way to the next place. It's, and it's, it's just amazing to me to think that here they are just doing something worthwhile, just doing something good because they wanted to change the mindset, change the sentiment, and they did. And congrats to the chief of police and the officers of the Ohatchee Police Department. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back.
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, I can tell you right now, um, I already got one text in. So Paul from Athens says, take down the Christmas tree before New Year's. Dang, Paul. That's no fun. Anyway, I, I did have a friend, by the way, in high school. We always thought this was a little strange. Mom kept the tree up year-round. It was like one of those houses where the front living room that no one went into unless it's a special occasion, so the tree just stayed up. Just stayed and, up there. And it's amazing how tired a Christmas tree can look when it's been up all year long. <laughs> like, okay, it just looks like the old jaded house plant that no one watered. You know, it just like just stayed up. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, we tried that one time and just leaving it up? It, well, we put it into <laughs> our room that we never used. Oh, okay. We left it up. We just kinda slid it into the room. Yeah. And then um we got pregnant and that room became my son's room, so I had to take it down anyway. <laughs> so we tried. <laughs> <laughs> Only once, and that was that's what happened. Oh uh, yeah, that's what you get. That's what I get. That's what you get. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I just I, I I like, I love the Christmas trees, uh, and and Charlene decorates our house like just nobody's business. I mean, it's so awesome, and uh, and y'all decorate your house pretty well too. I've I've seen it. So oh, yeah, well y'all's beautiful. It's incredible. Well, it's all Charlene. That's her doings. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I I it's like when she takes it down, it's like I, I'll, she usually does it like during the day or something. I'll come home from from work and walk in and go, oh man, oh this, oh, it that? just feels empty. What's that? But then I realized too. Guess who gets to tote the boxes up to the <laughs> attic? <laughs> oh. They're all there waiting for you. <laughs> I guess. Okay, honey. Can we do it tomorrow? No. Okay. But um, anyway, we. And by the way, we just had. Uh, we just kind of had Christmas, man. I'm just just being transparent. Uh, so we we're we're in that new phase of life. Mm-hmm. Everybody's married. Got their own household. They've got in laws. They got to also go see and you know. And so, bottom line is, we just had our gathering last night. Hey, we did too. Did you really? Yeah, we did. What was y'all's excuse? Well, it's the same thing. We got everybody's coming in from different areas, so uh, we I got to have a uh, uh, Christmas with uh, my in-laws, so my my wife's parents and and that fa- side of the family on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then after that we do Christmas here, you know, with my family. Well, ours so ours was, awesome. was ours was last night because uh, my son is uh, in the military, stationed way out of state, way way, way out, of state. out of state, as far away as you can be and still be in the same country, way out of state. <laughs> so they just got here like yesterday afternoon at four o'clock. Oh, so four o'clock. Um, yeah, so my grandkids got here at four o'clock. Oh, by the way, his parents too. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's all about the grandkids now. <laughs> I understand this. Like, hey, did you bring the? Like, I actually got to my parents' house yesterday late or early, and my mom walks in and goes, "Oh, you're the only one here." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, where's, where's where's my grandbabies?" That's exactly what it, it is. is. Exactly. It's what okay. It is. It's okay. I don't mind. I tell you what, though, this morning, uh, you could just like knock me down with a feather. I just, 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 just. <laughs> Just literally. So uh, my little guy, my grandson was up and Charlene had been talking to him. And she said, what was your, because last night we, you know, did gifts and things like that. What was your favorite thing last night? And he said, getting to see you and Cap. That's that's what he calls us, Cap and Sweetie. Getting to see you and Cap. Three years old. Three Three years years old. old. Got me wrapped around that finger. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's just awesome. Yep, my pastor said one time, let's be honest, we had kids so we could have grandkids, and I get it. I do. The best parents make the, or, or the world's best parents make the best grandparents out here. Well, I get, he must have been the best parents then. Yeah, that's right. There you go. 
Uh, hey, we got plenty of stuff on the show for you today, too, by the way. Um, so this first section I'm going to do, philanthropic freedom, I got to tell you, um, we are indeed probably the most giving nation, maybe in the history of the world. And, and I don't say that lightly. I don't, not like, that's a loose cannon comment. No, I mean, take a look at it. Study show. I got some stuff here in a minute that I'll go into because, you know, I resource the show when I get ready. But, but the bottom line is this. Uh, charitable giving is a driving force in not just uh, the economy, but really in our culture. We're a very giving society. Uh, we're a society that, that believes in stepping out and doing something for others. And what we're getting more and more caught up in is the concept that government knows best. And government doesn't know best. Government becomes that thing that gets in the way more often than not. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you too, Charlene and I have in the past, being in full-time ministry, and, and also really truthfully, uh, Right Side Radio is also a 501c3, but we, we have in the past, I can, I can just tell you, literally made ends meet because of the charitable giving of others. I, I will never forget, literally, you know, all those years ago in full-time youth ministry, not sure how things were going to come together at the end of a month, or not sure how we were going to do certain things at Christmas. And then, I'll never forget this, I got a call one day, someone, and we hadn't been like, woe is me, putting our heart on our sleeve, nothing like that, just, just doing what we could to try and keep it going, and, and literally got a call, uh, secretary at the church said, uh, I think you need to stop by here, there's an envelope on the desk with your name on it. And somebody had just dropped off a gift anonymously and didn't want us to know who it was. And, and what it did though, it did more than just pay our bills. It fueled something in Charlene and I to the point that we have said that if we are able to give, we want to give. It, 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 it created an appreciation in us for what it means for other people to, to have and to give. We don't want to ever have and not give because we've seen it. We've been on the receiving end of somebody else's philanthropy. We've been on the receiving end of somebody else's generosity, their benevolence, their largesse, if you will. And so all I'm saying, folks, is we got to make sure that we don't allow government to impede the ability to give because, oh, government knows best. Government doesn't know best. Government has its uses. There is a true function of government that needs to be done, and I get that. The national defense, public services, the, the, the establishment of first responders, paving the streets. Those are true government functions. Those are essential services of government. So don't ever mistake this show for being the one that's so libertarian in some way that, that I don't believe that government should ever be. No, I'm not an off-the-grid conspiracy theorist. No, I'm not. But what I am saying is this. Government does not know best when it comes to doing something good for your neighbor. Government does not know best when it comes to how best to direct what you have earned so that you can benefit something that you care about. And, and so, yeah, we're going to talk about it because... I've seen a disturbing trend in literally the ability of government to try and insert itself into the possibility of someone else being charitable. Government should reward charity and then step out of the way. That's what should happen. That's the best thing that could happen. So we're going to talk about it. Call this section number one of the Triple Dipper, philanthropic freedom. And yeah, I'm telling you, Charlene and I, we have a different perspective from having spent those years in full-time ministry where it meant something to us for someone else to be generous. Can't do without it. And our society is better because of it. All right, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Coming right back, Philanthropic Freedom. Stay tuned. <laughs> 